All right, guys, what's going on today? We're going to talk a little bit about the culture of complaining and how you guys can fix your own mindset to where you won't complain anymore. You won't drag down other people around you. You won't make the lives of everyone in and around you kind of like low key worse without even thinking about it. And that's what complaining does. What we're going to talk about is the thought process of empowering yourself by looking at things only in the light of how you can fix them, how you can correct them. So if we take something that's annoying you, let's say something just in your life and we can be big or it can be small, right? We'll say, so let's take a look at something in your life that is maybe bothering you. All right, let's say one of your friends is posting a bunch on social media and you're you don't like the posts and you're starting to think negative thoughts or you're, you know, showing it to your spouse. Uh, did you see Sally's post? What a loser. Or I can't believe that they posted that. Oh, my God. Her butt is like falling out of her shorts. Uh, whatever it is. Right. And so that's complaining. Right. You are complaining about somebody else's post and you're doing it in a way that is overtly negative, even more negative, because you're bitching about somebody else to somebody else. And so you're kind of gossipy and complaining at the same time, which is just like it's so unflattering. If you really break down what somebody what you look like when you're doing that, like you look unflattering. No matter what the person did that preempted that, you were the one who looks bad. And we get in these habits with people where, you know, "Ah, it's a safe space. It's my spouse. I can we can kind of joke and laugh and complain about people and we can kind of make fun and poke fun. And that's kind of just that's something we do. And it's safe. And, you know, Maria's not going to judge me and this and that. But they do. And it puts you into a negative mind space space about people. It puts you into a negative mind space generally. And you're going to start to find that your next interaction with that person in person, face to face, when you feel their emotions and their empathy, you maybe understand that they have some other shit going on in their life that maybe is a little more important than what you think about their social media posting or What you think about how they're acting in our classes or in the space generally or at work, whatever it is, right? Whatever you're bitching about, whatever you're complaining about, oh, I don't, this person doesn't do as much work as me and they got promoted above and beyond. You don't know that. You don't know what that person's done before you got there. You don't know what that person does outside that maybe is a huge value to the boss. You're not aware. Okay. So break it back down, take a couple steps back. And look at how can I control this situation? What can I do to have a positive impact, a positive influence in this situation, right? And there's a million things that you could do that are positive that would really help the situation, right? Next time you see that person, instead of complaining, just either get off social media altogether, which honestly, at this point, I I, I know I talk about it all the time, but the more that I am in and around these situations, the more stuff that I hear people gossiping about, complaining about, sending each other posts about, texting, blah, blah, blah. It is a major, 
major source of depression, anxiety, and negativity. And if you don't want that stuff in your life, just get off of it. You do not need it in your life. I promise you that it just getting off Instagram, I would put as one of the greatest things that I've done in the last two or three years, just in terms of my mental state. I have more free time. I'm more positive. I'm happier. I'm using that time to learn new things as opposed to just trolling, basically just wasting time, effort, energy, bitching and complaining about my friends, people that are in my circle that I like. And it's that's just the, the nature of the beast as it comes to social media. OK, so the first thing you can do is just remove it. If you like the person in person as a person, then if ne- if social media is creating negativity in that relationship, just get off social media. Then you can just have a great relationship with the person that's not affected by any of that. And it just doesn't matter then because it doesn't matter. And in reality, when you do that, you're going to find that your in-person interactions, you can ask, actually look at somebody and go, hey, what's been going on with you? How's it been going? Yeah, you look like you're doing really well. You've been doing well. And you can actually have a normal human interaction with somebody as opposed to knowing where they just went on vacation, what they've been doing with their free time, where they went last weekend with their boyfriend, girlfriend, so on, so on. Oh, you just went on this vacation. I saw you guys did that. That looked fun. This, that, the other. You know everything about everybody every, anymore. Just create that wonderment back. So that's the first thing that you can do. Okay, just remove it. Remove that negative platform from your life. Okay. Second thing we can do, let's say you're like, Jeff, that's ridiculous. Instagram is the greatest thing in my life and I have to keep it. Okay. And I'm like, okay. All right. Cool. Awesome. I'm not going to judge you for it. If if, there is a lot of great things on Instagram, there's a lot of value that can be given and gained in Instagram also. Right. But let's say that's where you're at. Okay. Now, if you are still finding yourself in that situation, even with Instagram being the best thing in your life, let's go ahead and just take a second And when you want to complain about somebody or you want to laugh and joke behind their back and you want to show them a picture and be like, look at this guy. Right. And that's what you want to do. Maybe instead take a step back and think, I wonder if anybody else is telling them that they look ridiculous. I wonder if anybody else is asking them how things are going, because this looks like a little this looks a little desperate. Like I actually in a roundabout way, I'm maybe even kind of worried about them. Right. They might be struggling with something and they're leaning on social media and likes to fill a void and maybe put yourself in their shoes. What else could they have going on where that's kind of their outlet for things? And is it even okay to make fun of somebody in that regard? Because I don't think so. So we have to start taking ownership of what we control. And I would almost say at this point that you can take complete control over anything that you're going to complain about. Okay. And so I've gotten a couple, uh, you know, emails that are complaining lately and they're complaining about things that are just a little bit, you know, pointless. They don't really matter in the scheme of anything. Our goal and our mission is to make human beings healthier, fitter, happier, more capable human beings, right? And do it in an atmosphere that's enjoyable, okay? And the complaints, they don't get to that end at all, right? They they aren't going to affect any of that. And so, and when you start 
taking that ownership over your own complaining, you should find it very freeing. Okay. Let's say I go to Chipotle. If you guys have been around me before, you've probably heard me complain about the line or a bunch of other things, right? The, the takeout, the blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm a human being. I complain just like everybody. Right. And unfortunately I was in the infantry in the army and 98% of your time in the army is spent complaining as a lower enlisted soldier. It's just kind of what you do. It's how it's like your camaraderie base. And so like, I'm still always working to get that out of my system, but let's say I go to Chipotle and there's like a huge long line. They're doing a bunch of to go orders. It's like, okay, I get to choose whether I complain about that or whether I leave and go somewhere else or whether I fill that time with a conversation with somebody like Omar and I got in line the other day and we just had a great conversation or I can get on my phone and I can get some business done. I can answer some emails. I can send some text messages or I could put headphones in. I could listen to a podcast like I'm in control over whether or not that's a situation that warrants complaining or not. Right. I'm in ultimate control of that. And if you guys start looking through this lens of everything that's wrong, it's a me problem. It's my problem. It's not the business's problem. It's not that person's problem. It's not Instagram's problem. Instagram is not the problem. Facebook is not the problem. It's the people on those mediums right? Done responsibly, social media is fine. The problem is, is it's just consistently done irresponsibly because human nature kicks in. And what we're talking about in this podcast is human nature is weakness. It's frailty. It's, it's, you know, poor mindset. It's bad resiliency. It's all of these things. We, we are weak beings and we are going to go for pleasure and short-term gratification to make ourselves feel better when and where we can unless we have a skill set that we have developed to combat that, right? And if you look at people who are really struggling in life, there are people who have zero skill set to deal with adversity, to deal with struggles, to deal with problems, to deal with negativity, to deal with complaining. They have no skill set to start breaking themselves out of that pattern. And so when they're stuck in that pattern, it becomes this vicious circle, right? Oh, the world's down on me because, you know, uh, you know, minimum wage isn't high enough. And so therefore I'm not able to get a job that'll pay me enough to live where I want to. And it's like the government's fault. And so we need higher taxes and higher taxes will make all the difference in the world to me. When in reality, like the system is broken in themselves, not the global federal system, right? Not the tax system. It's not any of that. It's not minimum wage. It's not jobs. It's not any of that. It's that their skill set, their mindset is not getting them to a place where they understand that they are in control over what job they take. They are in control over whether or not they show up 10 minutes early and work their ass off or whether or not they maybe flake out, call off on a Friday night because they want to go out, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right not work hard, not be a value add. They don't understand value, period. Right. And so when you start to let yourself drift and skip into these mindsets of people who are just going into a negative place all the time, you have to combat that with taking a step back and realizing that I am in control of feeling this way. I am in control of being negative. I am in control of complaining. 
right? If you're going to go up to somebody and make a complaint, you better have looked at how can I control this? How can I help this? Okay. So let's take a good one. This was a conversation on the affiliate owners forum the other day. There was a gym owner who said that they had a member come in and complain that the gym wasn't clean enough. Okay. And the, this is how the complaint went and it's, you know, email and, um, you know, Hey, gym owner X, I realized lately that the gym has been absolutely filthy and disgusting. And I think that you need to double down and hire your cleaning service for longer. And I think that the floors should be cleaned every single night. And I think that the bathroom should be cleaned every single day, multiple times a day. And basically started making suggestion after suggestion after suggestion, right? Telling that gym owner, here's your problem and here's how you fix it. And take that to anything else, anything else in the world. Hey, man, here's your problem. And here's what I think you should do to fix it. Think about how conceited that is. How think about how entitled that complainer sounds. And when you look at that stuff, it's like, okay, let's take a step back. Let's look at that complaint. Let's look at the issue. And let's look at that person because they're saying it's you and it's your fault and you need to spend all your money and blah, blah, blah. And they didn't take into account that this gym owner is struggling. The gym is failing. They're paying for a cleaning service that they can't afford on credit. They can't even make payroll. Gym owner has never paid themselves a dime. And this person comes in and starts telling them, you need to do this and you need to do that without any thought process of what might be going on in that gym owner's life. What else might be happening behind the scenes and how could they help the situation? How could they be somebody that brings extra value to that situation rather than just complain and bitch and then tell you how you need to make a change? Okay, so let's take a step back. Let's put ourselves in that person's situation and the gym's not clean. Here's how an appropriate, well-responded complaint would go. Hey, gym owner X, I've noticed recently that the cleaning at the gym has been struggling. I've talked with a couple of the other members at the gym and we've decided that we want to come in throughout open gym time in the middle of the day and just help out a little bit. All we're thinking is 10 to 15 minutes. We can clean the bathrooms up. We can clean the floors. And we think that that might really help the general situation at the gym. And then the cleaning crew that you've already hired can come in at night and kind of double down on that. And we should start to see uh, everything kind of get better. If there's anything else that you think that we might be able to help with, let me know. And I'd love to hear any thoughts that you have. Okay. Now, if I got that as a gym owner, right? My first response would be, wow, like that person really cares about us, cares about the community. They saw a problem and, and they just wanted to help. They didn't tell me what I needed to do. They didn't tell me all this stuff. They didn't complain about it. They just said, Hey, we'd love to help. Right. And so what I would respond with to that is, Hey, that's, that's an amazing offer. I really appreciate it. 
But what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can um, make another hire. I'm going to see if I can get a couple high school kids in here uh, over the summer and see if we can get some part time stuff going and see if I can figure out how to make that work financially for the gym so that you guys as members don't have to come in. Now, if you still want to, I totally understand and I'm not going to turn down your help, but I really appreciate that you are helpful and offering to be helpful in this situation, right? I'm going to want to help make the gym cleaner because of the way that person approached the problem, because of the way that they made the suggestion for help, because it wasn't complaining, it was offering a solution. And that's the big difference as opposed to the first situation where you could imagine what the affiliate owners forums were like. It was, yeah, that person doesn't seem like they really care about the community. They seem like they're going to be more of a hassle than good. And, you know, you might think about just asking that that client to move on just because they made that suggestion the wrong way. That's how powerful this is. That's legitimately what the consensus of those gym owners were. So that person's going to be a problem. You should look at maybe moving on from them as a client, not, you know, is your gym clean, not how's the clean service. It was just that level of entitlement and that conceited of a response to a problem is going to be something that as a gym owner, you're not going to want to deal with. That's not your job, right? Your job is to do the best given the resources that you have to make the facility clean, which he was doing. Your job is to bring fitness and value in that regard to your clients. Okay. And I think the same is true with parents, right? Your goal is to provide a safe environment, right? A decent education, good opportunity for your kids and to generally, you know, keep them clean and provide, you know, a value service to society. Whatever you want to think about is like a global macro goal. Okay. And you achieve that how you want to achieve that. Okay. Now, if I think your kid's being a little jerk and I'm like, I'm like, you need to go home and you need to discipline your kid and you need to ground him and he needs to be in his room for three weeks. It's like, maybe that's not how you roll. Like, maybe that's not how we parent our kids. It's my fucking kid. Like, I'm going to parent him how I want to parent him. Don't tell me what to do. Right. It's the same. It's the same analogy. And that person who complains about that, like if you think about some other parent coming up to you and telling you that, like you'd be like, yeah, all right, buddy, uh, I got it. Thanks, man. You're not going to take that into consideration. You're not going to look at yourself introspectively and be like, wow, you know, Maria, you know, your uncle told us that we need to look at how we parent our kid and we need to discipline him. Like maybe he was right. I mean, I'm not, I've really been, I've really been thinking about this meaningfully all day. And I really think I'm going to change the entire way that I parent now because he said that it's like, no, you're going to get pissed off and you're going to blow them off. It's, it's poor communication patterns. And that's where the problem starts to come. I find from just our general community is we are telling people the problem that's complaining, telling people the problem and then telling them what you think their solution should be without offering any help. That is a double problem. That is like double complaining, right? Uh, That's blaming, that's complaining. And a lot of times it's kind of defending yourself by telling you, you know better than them and you should listen to me because I know. 
and not really being able to come from a place that is actually going to fix the situation or is actually even going to help. Right. And so I can tell you very, very, very certainly that that is always going to feel fall on deaf ears. It's going to damage relationships. It's going to be a net negative to you, to the complainer. Right. Every single time. Okay, and this is true. I was watching a video the other day talking. uh, It was a a protest on the University of California's campus. And these kids were talking about, you know, how unfair the testing structure was. and They don't want to be tested. And they were they signed this big petition. They did all these things. And the first thing the professor said when he heard the complaint is he goes, "Okay, I hear your complaint. What is your solution? Right. What What do you want us to do? How do you think that we can fix this situation? How can we evaluate you on knowing the course material without testing? Right. And it's like this double problem. It's just we're going to complain about it. We're going to try to take the easy way out and tell you, you need to fix it. You need to get rid of tests. You this, you that, you, 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 because that's going to be easier on us. Right. But you need to clean the gym and you need to hire somebody that you can't afford. And you need to do this because that's what's going to make it better for me. And so it's going to make it better for the people that I see struggling. Right. Other students. So on. OK. As opposed to saying individually, you know, hey, professor, I'm struggling with the testing process. I would love to sit down and discuss some potential ideas that maybe I or some of us who are struggling with the testing process, maybe some steps that we could take to get some help with this to either learn or discuss a new evaluation structure. I'm willing to spend extra time. I'm willing to spend extra money for tutors. I'm willing to do this stuff because I want to show that I care about this class. I want to show that I want to learn the material. I want to get better, but the testing structure the way it is currently is not actually evaluating me appropriately. And so I hope that you guys can see the difference between those two. And when you start opening your eyes to this, this is why I told the coaches the other day in our meeting is I'm so grateful every day for the experience of being a small business owner so that I can have this light shed on these things. You know, we were out at um, at lunch the other day and I was chewing gum and I couldn't find anywhere to put it. And I was looked, looked at Jenny and I was just like, well, I was like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I might swallow it or, you know, eventually I ended up ripping the label off of my my beer bottle and wrapping it up in that and putting it in my my empty beer bottle um but the initial reaction of the person next to me was why don't you just put it under the table and it's you know no i'm like i'm a gym owner that's or i'm a you know a small business owner i know that it's those little things every day that just start to tick away at you and, and drive you nuts and it makes it hard to do business. It makes it hard to, you know, enjoy your life and be happy and think positive things about people because you constantly are seeing these little things happen all the time where you're kind of getting the worst of people sometimes. And so what I want you guys to think about and what our whole community is based around is being a higher level thinker, being aware that this stuff exists and this stuff is human nature, right? I'm not faulting anybody for having done this. I've done this. Everybody I know does this almost daily probably, right? In some regard, big, small, whatever, right? But the first step is always awareness. We have to be aware of the communication that we create. 
We have to be aware, very careful with the words that we say, the tact that we use, the care and empathy that we show, right? Are you actually suggesting something that's going to help? Are you actually coming from a place of caring or are you just being snarky and complaining and negative? And so this is so true when we start to think about how we communicate. I think the most important thing that we need to take away from this is how we communicate with other people because relationships are entirely based on this. Do you blame others when somebody comes to you with a problem, right? And let's just say it's a it's a global problem. It's everybody at work. Let's say everybody is taking too long of a lunch break, right? They're at like an hour and a half and they need to be at an hour. And you do it one time and you come back and your boss, you know, hey, Susie, why were you late coming back from lunch? That's a problem. Like, I'm going to I'm going to write you up for that. And I want to have a discussion about it. What do you think most people's reaction is going to be to that? I can guarantee you that 90 percent of people are immediately going to default to, well, everybody does it. Everybody takes an extended lunch. Everybody does this. This isn't a problem. Like this isn't a me problem. Why are you, why are you soloing out me? Why are you talking to me about it? Right? Again, it's because we're naturally vain. We're naturally selfish. We think about ourselves first. Okay. But take a step back. You were in the wrong you were taking too long of a lunch. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. Maybe the boss holds you to a higher standard and expects you to be a role model. And him calling you out might have been him showing you that. Might have been him showing you, I hold you to a higher standard. I care more about what you do because others are going to follow what you do. And when you go into that, like, blame, complain and defend mode, like it wasn't me, I'm defending myself like I'm I'm fine. Everybody does this. It's not whatever. Like it's a problem with your policy. You need maybe you should create a policy about this. Maybe you should give us some clarity on it and blah, blah. And again, it's like this constant, like clamming up in defense mode. Right. And it's just so, so, so negative. And I've seen it a ton over the last 10 years, I've become more and more sensitive and aware of it. And the biggest thing that I try to tell people is as soon as you can fix that, you're going to fix a huge chunk of your own happiness. Other people around you are going to respect, love and care about you a lot more. They're going to be more responsive to your problems and your inquiries and your issues. And you're going to have less of those problems, inquiries and issues, right? If somebody comes up to me and they have been coming and just you know, super positive. They've been a great loyal client for like five or six years. They show up four to five days a week. They work hard all the time. And then they pull me aside and they, they say, you know, Hey Jeff, recently I've really noticed that the coaches are writing with like, you know, really light markers and I can't read the board anymore. And it's really hard during workouts to be able to, you know, kind of see what the workout is and pay attention to that. Uh, you know, do you guys need some like extra extra dry erase markers. Could I get anything for you? If somebody came up to me and did that, you would see action immediately. Like by the end of the day, the board would be rewritten with new markers immediately, right? Because that person has built up this large degree of 
credit by not complaining about things that maybe they know they can't control. They know we're doing our best every single day and they know that we're trying on things. And then the way that they responded was a helpful mentality. It was, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not, you know, Hey, you need to this and that, 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 right. It was, it was, Hey, you know, I've just noticed this recently and you know, can I help with anything? Or, you know, is this something that uh, is, is there a different solution here? Could we maybe use a TV screen for the workouts instead of a whiteboard, whatever, whatever. Right. And I just think it's those kinds of little things. Right. And if you're just aware of your speech, if you're aware of how you talk to people, you're aware of how you bring things up, you're aware of how you communicate about others on social media, you're going to notice how that stuff reflects back on you really quickly because you're going to be more respected. You're going to be more loved. People will hop to to get things done for you, to fix your complaints, to fix your problems. They're not going to just write you off. They're not going to not pay attention to it. Right. And so this is just something, again, it's look inward, look at you. How am I every single thing in my life that annoys me, that bothers me, that is a problem that I want to complain about? I switch it around and I say, is this something that I caused? Is this something that I can fix? Is this something that I am a part of or the entirety of the problem? Right. And I think you'll find that about 99.99% of the time, it's, it can be controlled by you. It is a you problem. It's not somebody else. It's not something else. It's not what somebody else is posting on social media. That's the problem, right? It's your view of it and your communication about it. And so when you start to look at things this way, you're going to find that you live a more conflict-free life. That's hard to say, conflict-free life. And you live a more positive and happy life. Okay, Complaining is just the bane of all existence. It's just negativity everywhere. And the less stuff in your life you can complain about, the more happy you're going to be. So let's start kind of taking that stock of that stuff. Let's start thinking about who are we reaching out to and why? And who have we offered help to recently? Who have we gone out of our way to just say, you know, hey, I'd love to help with that. I I see this problem. I see an issue. And, you know, I think I could help with that. I really think that, you know, I have this skill set that I've built up or, you know, maybe even you don't. And you just offer help anyway. I'll never forget we uh, when we were doing some stuff around the gym, Ryan goes, because, uh, hey, you guys need any help? I don't know anything about this. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'd love to help if I can. It's just like that, that mentality. It's just, you know, 99.9% of the time you're going to get, no, we're good. You know, thanks. I appreciate the offer, but, you know, you're essentially worthless here. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, if you take that out, you can see the value that that starts to build up between your relationships with other people. So homework, let's chat some homework. Okay. We haven't done this in a little bit. And I was talking about the other day, we need to, we need some homework. Okay. Now Stifler today posted a couple no complaining months and it was a great article and you guys should definitely read it if you get a second. But what I want you guys to think about is I want you to think of a complaint, something that you guys want to complain about. And I want you to think about how you want to complain about it. What do you want to say? What do you want to bitch about? Right. Oh my God. Game of Thrones is only six episodes this season. That's so stupid. Right. And then ask yourself those questions. Can I control that? No. Right. Can I help the situation? No. 
right? Is there anything useful with me sending an email to George R. R. Martin or whoever else, the, the creators of the show? No, right? Nothing's going to change. So then what do you look at in that, right? That's a you problem. The fact that you think that, that you want to complain about that, that's your fault. That's your problem. That's a creation in your mind that is causing you negativity. You need to immediately move on from that. You need to change the situation. Okay. Let's take another one. Let's think about at work. Okay. We want to complain about something and everybody's got something to complain about at work. Every single person has something that they want to bitch about. Okay. Think about what that is and then start thinking about it from that light. Can I help it? If so, how, how can I bring this up and who do I bring it up to so that I can actually help the situation? Okay. Or can I not help it? And am I just wasting time even bitching about it? Okay. Is it even worth bitching about? Start thinking about things in this regard. Ask yourself the questions, be self-aware, be self-evaluatory. Okay. If you guys think about what is my role in this situation, how can I help? How can I hurt? What is being a positive influence? What is being a negative influence? Start looking at things from that light, do it over this next week. And then when you guys are recommending or suggesting or anything, do it the way that we talked about here. Do it from a helpful mentality. Do it from an empathetic and caring mentality. Think about what the person might be going through before you send it. Think about what else might be going on. Is there something that might be going on? You know, I always heard it this way. You know, there's there's a great story. Well, not great. It's a terrible story. But, um, you know, this guy's in rush hour traffic and this woman in front of him is kind of swerving and, you know, going really slow and he's hammering on the horn. And, you know, the next stoplight, he's cussing at her and he's yelling. The light turns green and she doesn't move. And so he pulls around and he's it rolls down the window and he's just going to lay into her and the woman's just sobbing into her hands and she just came back from the hospital where her son had died from cancer and you're just once you kind of put yourself in that situation like think about how big of a dick you're going to feel like because you couldn't handle, you know, going around like, like what, like why? And, you know, I suffer a little bit from road rage and I try to work on it all the time. It's a great way to work on your mentality towards things, but it's just, once you start thinking about things in that life, like, man, what else could they have going on in the background? Everybody's got shit going on. Everybody's got this stuff that sits in the background that they're struggling with. And so if you think about it from that mentality, before you go and complain, like think about that situation. If you're going to complain, imagine that that gym owner had just had that. They had just gotten home from the hospital where their son had been diagnosed with cancer, was going through surgery. And he realizes he's got this business that he's got to take care of when he's on his way home. And he pulls up his emails just to see if there's any issues. And he gets that email about cleaning and you need this and you need that. And the guy's broke and he has no money. doesn't even know how he's going to pay his hospital bills. I wasn't able to afford my own health care for four or five years when we opened the gym. And you're dealing with that. And then you get this email. What's your first reaction going to be as the gym owner? I know what mine would be. I'd be like, man, fuck this. I, I didn't sign up for this shit. I'm not dealing with this crap. It's like, I've got other stuff that's going on. And like, I'm just doing this to try to help these people. And all they ever do is just complain about stuff. Right. And you're just going to be negative as opposed to if you got the other email, if you got the email where it was, you know, Hey, I know you're busy. I know you got stuff going on. We'd love to help. How can we help? Somebody sent that 
you'd probably like burst out in tears. That little sign of going above and beyond to offer that help at that time for that person, that might mean the world to them. That might be just the thing that they needed to regain hope and realize that they might be able to soldier on through this time and they might be able to make it and it might be able to work. Like that's the power you have with your words. That's the power you have with your own self-awareness. And once you start to realize that, you'll be way 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 more careful with how you communicate with people. So let's really focus in on that this week, guys. I hope you have a good one and let's not complain. Let's not blame other people. Let's never defend ourselves. And if you guys haven't already, let's think about getting off social media. All right, love you guys.